Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I am one of the editors of Pod Bible Magazine and your host for today's episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. A couple of weeks ago, we were here for episode 82 and we had Joe Wicks, the body coach, on talking about the return of the uh, Joe Wicks podcast, the second series. Uh, and it was a real pleasure to get to chat to Joe. Um, we also had Catherine Carr from Relatively and Holly Rubenstein from travel diaries uh, and those two were recommending some podcasts um, and if you enjoyed that if you enjoyed my chat with joe i should say you should head over to the pod bible website podbiblemag.com or um, search for pod bible on youtube because we've started to stick the videos from these conversations uh, up on our website just because you know we're, we're recording via zoom or riverside or various other video platforms at the moment we often get the video files uh, obviously we check with our guests see if they're happy and you know it's just something different you know if you're working away at your desk maybe you've got a second monitor or something fancy seeing the people who are talking then uh, there is potential to do that now um, and you can do that with the first guest that we have coming up right now it is a legend of the music hip-hop uh, broadcasting game uh, somebody who's working on bbc radio one for an awful long time speaking to some fantastic people but you're going to hear all of this from the horse's mouth in a minute you're going to hear from dj semtex who i was very happy to speak to about his podcast hip hop raised me All right, I'm joined today by DJ Semtex. Uh, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just um, trying to stay positive. You know, like the lockdown, hopefully it's going to come to an end soon. Yeah. It, it, it feels like it is. The, the indications are there and we've been told it is. I just hope it does kind of happen because it's getting very, very tedious. But other than that, I'm good. All good. <laughs> good. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. It'd be nice to get out and about. It's hard to, it's hard to say which way it's going to go but i think being positive is probably the best best way to go yeah. about things after the whole year that we've been through i mean the year that we've been through may well have something to do with what we're about to talk about because obviously a lot of people um have started getting into podcasting whether that's discovering podcasts to listen to having more time to listen to them listening to them on their walks when they're doing their daily exercise uh, or indeed starting their own podcasts so for anybody who doesn't know about your show, could you tell us what it is and how it came about? Yeah, so I do the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. Basically, it's a tribute to the culture, you know, of hip hop. I've grown up on hip hop uh, as a DJ. It's what I've played, um, worked at labels. I've worked with some of the greatest artists. I've done a radio show um, for the last 17 years now, every Friday night. Um, I've interviewed over a thousand guests. I've torn up a lot of shows and festivals. I've toured the world with different artists. So, it's kind of like the director's cut to all of that is the insight to the artist and what they actually listen to. I think, you know, a lot of the time we, we, we read about artists or when they do interviews, they talk about um, the new project. You know, we get the marketing plan in some cases, but yeah. like, I just wanted to, I just want to find out how they do what they do, what inspired them and you know, how they managed to pick up the microphone and have the audacity to actually go on stage and back. So yeah, it's pretty in depth, pretty nerdy, and it's just appreciation for the music. Nice. So I guess that's been a real joy having the freedom that podcasting gives you. You're not, you don't, you don't have that 10 minute slot where you've got to cover all bases uh, when it comes to the new album or the tour, whatever it is, you can literally just like you say, geek out and talk about the things that you're interested in. And I guess that's refreshing for your guests as well. Yeah, definitely. And I, th I think most people don't realize with artists, they actually, <laughs> 
they actually value it when they realize that people actually listen to the music. I think they do so many, and this isn't to knock anybody, but I think they do so many interviews with DJs, journalists, and so forth. And it's about what's now. It's about trying to get the clickbait. It's about trying to, in some cases, and it's about just trying to get that headline and that newsworthy thing. And it's, you know, like if you actually say to an artist, why did you do this in verse two and track four? They're like, mm. wow, they, they actually appreciate it. And they open up even more. So just, just as a fan of music, I'm incredibly privileged to be able to get that deep dive, to get that insight and find out firsthand, like, you know, what, what this track, what inspired it and so forth and everything else. So it's, I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate more than anything else. I love doing it. Sounds great. So do you have any set format? Are there any sort of set questions that you like to try and hit or segments or is it just free flowing? See where it goes. There's, there's one, there's one question that I always ask and I try to ask in different ways, but is, is what made you pick up the microphone? And it's interesting because it's almost like, have you, have, you, have you ever come across that book, Free Economics, where yeah. it talks about reasons for certain things happening and everything else? And it's really, it's really, it's really interesting. So for, for a certain generation of rappers, you know, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, that album is, is influenced basically pretty much every UK rap artist that's come out since 2015. It's like they all say it straight away. That album was the one that did it for me. You'd be surprised at how many female rappers were actually inspired by Eminem. It's crazy. Like really? if, if you you know yeah and and I haven't gone into it in this season but in, when I've done previous interviews with other artists you know like Angel Hayes or Lady Leisha and more they they talk about what Eminem meant to them and everything and and it's really like that anger and that rage really appealed to them and that's why they're like like incredible MCs themselves that influence is there so it's it's really it's really really fascinating to see and what we're finding at the moment in this season. Pretty much everyone talks about even Mob Deep or Jay Z. It's really bizarre, like how these these shifts happen. So that that aside, yeah, what 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 made you pick up the microphone? That's the most obvious thing that I always ask. And from there, it just goes on a deep dive wherever the artist, wherever it takes us. Like I don't go into these talks with an agenda. It's just more to start a conversation and see where it goes. You know, see where it ends up. But it's it's always fascinating. It's always a surprise. Like I always go into doing something expecting it to go one way and it doesn't, it goes another way. And yeah, it's it's amazing. So who have you had on? For anybody who hasn't had a chance to have a look down and a scroll through the episode list, I mean, I know you've had some massive names yeah. on there, but yeah, do you want to shout some of them out? I mean, I had to start, you know, this series with Chuck D from Public Enemy. He's an artist that inspired me when I was a kid and um, what public enemy changed my life really did so I've been fortunate to talk to him like several times over the years and then you know even with this episode even though you know I kind of know him it's still a fascinating conversation it's still you know fascinating to hear his perspective on everything from hip-hop to life in general this, this guy's in his 60s and he's still rapping and he's still on stage and he's still touring more than most new rappers ever will and when the lockdowns ended and he he's got an amazing perspective but it's so current it's fascinating so for instance this was episode one we did that um 10 weeks ago now and he was talking about how people listen with their eyes they don't listen with their ears and he's talking about how he's you know people judge music differently now and i did a talk with gets who's on the most recent episode said exactly the same thing there's a clip i posted on social media today where he's talking about the certain people that but listen with their eyes and not their ears and those people shouldn't be trusted with a phone 
And it is, it's pretty funny the way he goes into it because I was asking him, like, was it a risk doing a track with Ed Sheeran? Because he, you know, gets as a hard rapper. Ed Sheeran is like one of the biggest pop artists. So, and he, and he broke it down. And the way he broke it down, there was a parallel to what Chuck D was saying. So it's, it's really fascinating to see how there's links in different episodes with different artists, even though their age gap and even though they're in a different continent, different style of rap. It's, it's, it's fascinating to see the similar observations or, you know, they go through similar things. You, you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't assume it at all. Yeah, so Chuck D, Buster Rhymes, French Montana, and then new cutting-edge artists like JPEG Mafia or Slow Tie. I think one of the best, or one of my favorite episodes is with Steven Victor, is the guy who managed Pop Smoke, and he just gave a fascinating insight into an artist who's gone way too soon. So for me, it's a luxury. It's, it's an absolute privilege to be able to do this because as a fan of hip-hop, living my best life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, definitely. And have you found it, I mean, obviously, you know, with your history and your background, you, 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 you know a lot of these people anyway, or you will have met them face-to-face. You'll have had a lot of them coming into the studio to actually come and promote stuff. I just wonder, do you, do you find like with, with Zoom and the fact that everybody's stuck at home, it, obviously it's easier to get access to some people because they're available and they're at mm. home. But do you find that people are more comfortable? Like if, for instance, I'm talking to you now, I can see you're in your own studio, you're relaxed after this, you're not going to have to go and jump on a tube. You haven't just got off a tube. You, you know, you're not flustered. You haven't got PR people telling you to do this, that and mm. the other. I just wondered if um, you find it on a podcast format, and speaking to people in their own homes a lot of the time, if people just become a bit more open and a bit more comfortable? I think there's benefits. There's definitely benefits, and it definitely outweighs any potential kind of negative. I feel, myself personally, I feel there's more pressure because when when you're doing a face-to-face interview, you know, you can use silences. You mm. can say something, and you're kind of like passing the baton for someone to say something back. And because there's that element of uncomfortable silence, they're going to talk, you know. So it kind of helps you when you're doing an interview that you don't have to have free flowing, but you, you kind of, I think the artist or the, the interviewee is under more pressure to conversate. Whereas doing something remotely like we're doing now, they can wrap it up quicker if they wanted to. Like if you haven't got enough conversation to keep it going, can be 10 minutes instead of being 30 minutes or longer so I, I find that you have to for me I've, I've got to work harder to keep the conversation going I've got to, I've got to have way more questions I can't be as as loose as what I used to be because right. I think I think the conversation is actually sped up because and because of little things like that and, and most people unless you do this you wouldn't really notice but it, it definitely makes a difference but I feel that it's better because you can definitely connect to more people. Um, you're not at the mercy of a promo schedule. You're not at the mercy of uh, this person's in town. For instance, you know, I wanted to reach out to Vic Mensa and, and he wasn't in any kind of promo cycle or anything like that. Mm. It was it was an incredible talk. That that one's only on YouTube because we did that before the season started. And before, before I started the season as well, because we had to adapt to what was going on um, with the pandemic, I did some tests um and just purely for youtube because i was like i can't just do this cold so it's continual trial and error we're always looking at different ways to improve the quality of the audio the visual and everything else what i found yeah i think i think it's i think it's actually liberating i love it like yeah 
when the lockdown's lifted, I'm going to continue to do it because I feel we can move quicker. I feel we can reach more people. I feel like I've got better as a broadcaster slash interviewer. And um, yeah, this is this is the way forward. It's great. Like, you know, we start, we tested everything, Microsoft Teams, Google Hangouts, Zoom, <laughs> yeah. and so forth. And, and you know, right now we're onto Ecamm now. Ecamm is definitely the best one because the footage is like 4K, audio is crystal clear. So, and even with that, we, we had to test that out, do a couple of test runs and everything else. You know, and I think I think we've got it. I think I think we've got to that point where it's as good as doing it live now. So it's it's been challenging, but what what are we gonna do? Wait a year for when things get better. Exactly. Get into it, you know. And I mean you've just said that you're gonna carry on doing this after the pandemic is over, but I guess, you know, mm-hmm. you will look forward to maybe being able to do a mix of remote ones. Obviously when people are overseas, it's gonna make sense mm-hmm. to do it on the internet, but getting people face to face again it's going to be nice it's just going to be nice to see people right in the flesh yeah yeah definitely and I, and I think I love traveling you know mm. when when I was doing the who we be podcast we we had a moment we had a couple of moments where for instance we we flew out to interview Swiss beats and we got to New York and they were like oh he's not here he's in LA so we <laughs> we, flew, we flew to New York landed in New York for like two hours and then got on a plane back to LA to do the talk. We did the interview with Swizz and then we got the last flight back back to New York. It's mad. Like it is it was silly hours. And then the day after I went and interviewed Joe Budden in his mansion. It, it crazy I love that. I yeah. love I love the chaoticness. You know, I, I love going to America because pack out the schedule. Do everyone. Anyone who's available, yeah, we're coming. We're doing this. Like I, I always walk with recording equipment wherever I go so I'm always ready to go but I do miss that I I definitely miss that I miss doing things backstage those are always the most exciting and and again it's a different energy it's a different buzz and it's a different conversation so yeah it's it's definitely going to be a bit of both definitely cool yeah being able to integrate some of that backstage stuff to add a bit of atmosphere atmosphere is going to be going to be cool yeah, sounds as if the podcast is just going to keep going from strength to strength moving forward. Um, obviously, I'm guessing it's available in all usual places. Don't even need to say that anymore, yeah. right? You're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, DJ Semtex. Thank you. Thank you so much to DJ Semtex for that. All right. So, um, as I said, if you want to go and watch the video of that interview, of that chat, then it is available uh, on the Pod Bible website, Pod Bible YouTube. Um, but for now, I think we should move on to recommendations for this week. And we're going to kick things off with a returning guest, one half of Two Queens in a Pod. It's Leah, and she is going to talk about her favorite pods. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation, and uh, this time we are going to talk to Leah from Two Queens in a Pod. Hi, Leah, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Um, I should say that Iman is here as well in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Leah, do you have a podcast that you'd like to recommend for our listeners? I do, actually. This was actually quite hard for me, but I'm going to pick Take 10 with Twiggy. 
So we had Twiggy Jalor, who is really well-known um, beauty journalist, um, and she's actually started a podcast, which really, I feel like it's like a, um, a way for her to kind of like offload and discuss things that are like going on in her life or anything that's happening around her life. And she literally does it all in 10 minutes. And she does it every Sunday. She drops the episodes. And they're so, I think she's one of those people that is, she's quite captivating. Mm. And she's one of those people that you just enjoy to listen to and speak to anyway. So yeah, I really like those episodes that she's been doing. She like recently kind of started, so I really enjoy it. So it's literally ten minutes every week. Ten minutes. Are you are you always just wanting more after that ten minutes, or is it sort of sufficient? Yeah, and I think I think for me, I am, and but at the same time, I'm like content that I know next week I've got another ten minutes, and also. For me, sometimes I don't always get the time to like listen to podcasts because I've got my daughter and things like that. So for me, when the content is good and short and sharp, then yeah, it makes sense for me. And I can always fit it in anywhere into yeah. my little schedule. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially when you've got so many other podcasts that you're trying to fit in. Iman, do you listen to this as well? Are you a fan? Yes. Twiggy is my girl. Um, I work in PR, so we work really closely together. Twiggy and I and I just love she's got really like this mesmerizing voice it's like butter yeah I really yeah she's just like talking really softly on the mic and it's like therapy whereas like I'm screaming on the mic all the time so it's really nice um just to have 10 minutes of her time every week okay well I haven't heard of this one so I'm gonna have to go and have a have a listen if you if you say it's like butter I'm interested I'm intrigued and 10 minutes I can do that because as you'd imagine on this podcast, I get recommended so many and then you look and it's like, what, two hour episodes and there's 300 yeah. of them. <laughs> this is doable. I can definitely try this out. Cool. And uh, Leah, so, I mean, I'm guessing with 10 minutes, there's not going to be much of a format, is there? She just literally just talks for 10 yeah, minutes, right? Yeah. Well, short and sweet. That's perfect. Thank you very much. Do you want to chuck in any others whilst you're, whilst you're here? Yeah, I, I am. Us after seven. Yes. Okay. After seven, um, with Yusuf and Gina, I really, I've been like, I've really been enjoying it, um, during lockdown because they really, they do long episodes. So when I'm cleaning, cooking, I'm like, this is perfect timing. Nice, and that used to I be think- no carbs after seven, right? Yeah, that used to be no carbs. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> cool. And then- um- my one is going to be Faith and Life with Susan Debras. So she's actually my husband's um, wife. Not my husband. My husband's my wife. My husband's <laughs> wife. Well, this is amazing. <laughs> Exclusive on the Pod Bible podcast. Oh, my God. Scandal. No, she's my friend's wife, right? Okay. <laughs> I'd say we'd cut that out, but it's such a great exclusive. <laughs> I'm calling Edge now. Oh my gosh. Okay. My friend's wife. I have to get that right, yeah. Yeah, friend's wife, definitely. Um, yeah. My friend's wife. And she basically um she has this um kind of like uh organization called Coffee and Prayer. And she's kind of infused that into her podcast. Again, it's like faith-based, she's a Christian, so but she kind of the way she does it, it doesn't feel like even if you're not a Christian, you can just apply it to your life. Like she just does like lessons or or um, recommendations on how to deal with certain things whether it's marriage or whether it's struggling with your own faith or whatnot um, and I just really find her podcast so therapeutic to listen to so um, yeah I really like those. Nice well we've got a few extra ones there so thank you very much uh, to both of you and uh, thanks for coming on the pod. 
Thank you very much, Leah, for those recommendations. Um, and now we're going to move on to another returning guest. It is the fantastic Lou Sanders. She, of course, hosts Cuddle Club. And if you want to hear her talking all about that show, then it was episode 79. But now she's going to recommend one of her favourite shows. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation. And we're welcoming back Lou Sanders, who is the host of Cuddle Club. Um, who was on previously talking about that podcast if you want to go back and listen to that hello Lou hello how are you doing I'm good Uh, listeners may remember that you were suffering a little bit from some allergies the last time we Mm. spoke have things improved itchy eye yeah I don't know where I got the old itchy eye from but let's not dwell on the past here we are living in the now um forward Uh, yeah I'm not usually uh yeah 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 I just wanted to say I'm not usually so sensitive okay um do I like do I like podcasts uh yeah just a bit why do you think I'm here yeah exactly you listen to this every week don't you to get more recommendations I know I know yes I like listening to podcasts making podcasts and drawing podcasts oh that's interesting (laughs) what's your favorite podcast genre to draw true crime ah yeah (laughs) That would yeah. be the most graphic. Um, mm. So if you had to recommend a podcast to our listeners, which you do have to, mm. that's why we're mm. here, uh, what would it be? Is there? Have you got like an all-time favourite? What would you reckon? Okay. All right. It is Esther Perel. Where should we begin? Oh, okay. It's not fun. You're not expecting that from me. It's not a comedy podcast, but it, I love human relationships. I love understanding what makes people do things and it's a real like insight into relationships she she's amazing Esther Perel is a counsellor psychologist and she's really intuitive so she'll get a couple that are a kind of transition period they might break up or they might be going through a divorce and she'll try and help them do it amicably or get back together or see where they're both at and it's fascinating Okay, this is one that I've seen recommended before and we've even featured it in the Pod Bible magazine, but I've actually never listened to it. So so oh. how does it work? Like, Is it like one session with a couple or do you get returning couples? Or She only has one session. I don't think she's had people back, but, but so she says, you know, the names are changed, but all the stuff is true and it could mm. be like one of them's had an affair or one of them wants an open relationship or they might there was a gay couple and she, and one of them wouldn't say that she's her girlfriend. She'd just say it's her friend. And then she goes back to childhood trauma and says like, this is why you're doing this pattern because this is that and that. And she traces it all back. And, and it's fascinating really the mistakes people make and why, and then how they can rebuild stuff or stop doing patterns that are problematic to a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Can you remember how you found out about it? Was it you just a fan of Esther Perel? And I don't know, actually. I think, yeah, I have no idea, but I recommend it to men all the time and they don't really want to hear about it. <laughs> but loads of women listen to it and I'm like, I think men need to listen to this because they yeah. do less examining themselves. I don't know. No, no, I mean, I've, I feel bad now because I clearly just said, yeah, I'm not. It's not that I'm not interested, Lou. I just, there's a lot of podcasts to listen to. I do this quite sure. regularly. It's always so sure. many great ones, but I feel a bit guilty now. So now I'm going no, to because No, because I'm not listening to a sporting podcast, am I? So we are no. different and we have to like, you know, I do think it's brilliant, but you have to get the right one. You might start on a, mm. on a boring one and then it might put you off. Just to put you on the spot, could you think of 
a one that could be a good one. Not, I'm not expecting you to remember episode numbers or names necessarily. But... <laughs> Actually, I was like 119. Yeah. No, not really. I would have a look at the titles and see what you know jumps out at you. But yeah, I, I like it because she's so intuitive as well. And I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. yeah. So could it be a case of you could scroll through and you could see what the particular issue might be? And if it's yeah. something relevant to you, it might be something that's going on in your relationship or something yeah. you're interested in. So okay. you might start you might start with cuckold. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I realise I don't know you and I said that for a joke and it's a bit much. Oh, you Sorry. weren't talking about me. I thought you were just talking about the listener in general. That's how I that's how I heard that. <laughs> well that's a very that's a very confident response and I respect that. Yeah. Um <laughs> have you been watching oh no you don't care about tv this is a podcast sorry this is a podcast really podcast i uh, know i've watched tv sometimes but yeah no you're right we should probably keep it on there uh, keep it on, keep it pod i keep always it say pod that related. that's, that's your my catchphrase, catchphrase yeah mm. keep it pod <laughs> <laughs> okay uh brilliant well thank you very much so that was esther perel's where do we begin where, sh- where should we begin where, sh- yeah. where should we begin perfect I think all right so. something like that thank you very much lou for that recommendation Nice one. Bye. Okay. Bye. now. There we go. Thank you so much to Lou. And I think that is the last time Lou will be on the pod, unfortunately. I think we've had both of her recommendations now, if I'm not... No, I'm wrong. I just had a look. She's back in a couple of weeks. It's all right. Calm down, everyone. Lou is back in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, before we finish today, I've actually got a little bit of a bonus um, to add to this episode, just because... We're feeling generous, um, but mostly because we did a uh, interview on our website very recently with Alan Cumming, who um, people who listen to Homo Sapiens will be well aware of Alan. Obviously, anybody who's watched, you know, watches films or TV will know Alan Cumming. He's a fantastic actor. Um, he has got his own brand new individual solo podcast called Alan Cumming's Shelves. Um, I say solo, what I mean is, you know, it, it's his own project. It's not part of the Homo Sapiens project, um, but he has guests on. It's very exciting. It's very cool. Um, it sounds great. And we did an interview on the website with Alan and he sent his answers back to us via voice note. So we sent an email with a few different questions on there. I say we, it was actually Fran, our digital editor. Big shout out to Fran, who's been smashing it over at podbiblemag.com recently. Um, And Alan sent back some voice notes. So as well as putting it on the website, we checked in and said, do you mind if we use a couple of these for the podcast? Because uh, why not? It'd be great. And he said, yeah, go for it. So got a couple of answers here. I'm going to ask the questions kind of as if I'm with him although you'll very much hear that that's not the case. Uh, But the first question we put to Alan was, Alan, can you tell us a bit about your podcast, please? I spent most of the pandemic uh, in my house in the Catskill Mountains where I have a lot of shelves and they are the repository of all my sort of travels and work and personal things. And I just take, I just put things up there that sort of remind me of things and just little mementos and weird things. And so I would pass them every day and I'd actually just, you know, would pass and, sort of have, I'd see something and it would, it would kind of click a little memory. And so then I thought, actually, wouldn't that be a good idea if I just sort of told those stories in a podcast? So it's really, it's actually a pandemic inspired podcast because it was about missing people and thinking of the past and happy times I'd had. And so that was really what it was. And I just thought it'd be a fun thing to get in touch with people again and to remind them of an experience we'd shared in the past. 
Sounds good, right? Okay, so uh, the next thing that we wanted to ask, in fact, I mean, there's a fair few other questions that we did ask, and you're going to have to go to podbiblemag.com to read the full interview. Uh, But the final one that we will play now is his answer to the question, what is it that you love about podcasting and podcasts? I think what I've really come to love about podcasting in general, both as a listener and as a podcaster, is the intimacy that you can get, that you really, you really feel as a listener, you're eavesdropping on people and that you're a part of a conversation often. And in, and in my show, what I want it to be is like, you know, you're part of my memory. You are literally taking a trip down memory lane with me and someone else all based off of, a, of an item. So that's what I really like is that sort of intimate moment that's being shared by people that you are a, a party to. I guess that's, you know, I think, you know, you actually find out people's authentic selves as well when they are unguarded and talking about themselves. And that's something I really strive for in all areas of my life, to be authentic. I think we can all agree with that. Thank you very much, Alan, uh, for sending over those voice notes and adding more great content to the Pod Bible podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, to hear the rest of that, go to podbiblemag.com or to read the rest of it, should I say. Um, okay, that is the end of this week's episode. Uh, we have a brand new Pod Bible magazine coming out by the time the next episode of this podcast comes out. Um, it is being released on Sunday the 6th, I want to say, Sunday the 6th of June um, with the Sunday Times. 45,000 issues are going out, um, but it will also be available on our website. If you'd like to receive it a day before, sign up to our newsletter. That's the best way. Go to podbiblemag.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you the magazine a whole day before. Our cover stars are massive for this issue. We're very, very excited. Um, And uh, yeah, we've just completed the magazine, sent it off to print, and it's full of great stuff. So I heartily recommend it. I would say that, but I really do. Okay, what else? Um, At Pod Bible on social media, if you want to keep in touch with us, and we always add extra recommendations and reviews and things like that. Um, And all that is left for today is to tell you that we are part of the ACAST network and very proud to be. Um, I should thank DJ Semtex once more, Leah from Two Queens in a Pod and Lou from Cuddle Club. And finally, thank you to Buddy Peace once again for uh, being a fantastic producer. That's it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Keep an eye on podbiblemag.com and podbible on the socials for the new mag. And we'll speak to you soon.